This is That Story Show, where hilarious real-life stories take the spotlight. This week, Mike has something tickle the side of his neck in the dark. TJ tells us about his Tourette's tics. And Jamie puts an entire restaurant on high alert. Now you're ready for That Story Show. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! You're watching! Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, podcast people, welcome back to That Story Show, episode 449, brought to you the week of September 14th, 2023. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. I am, I am here, James, it's me, John. Hi. And I want to tell you something, James, and this is this is a serious concern for me. I work in a building that has a couple elevators, and I like to take them when I can. Yeah. Because I'm not real sure about the stairs, because they're always up to something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should take them or not. Oh, I'm sure they'd be down for whatever you wanted to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just take it step by step. <laughs> okay. One step at a time, bro. One step at a time? Yeah. I can do that. Thank you. Oh. Baby steps. Baby, baby, baby. JoJo had some, glad some nice here. things to say about you last week. Did you yeah. hear? Yeah. Well, I did, and it's really strange story. So I, I was ready to do the show last week, and I was all ready, and the power went out <gasps> in, here. Oh. And I thought I heard somebody outside the door kind of cackling at me. Yeah. I couldn't get anything working. And then when I came back, the show had already been posted. Yeah. And, uh, and so I gave it a listen. I mean, he's very, very nice, but I feel like he had something to do with me not being able to, to, to get power. That, I wouldn't put it past him. Jojo is, I mean, he comes off all spiritual and, yeah. you know, like he's got it all together, but inside, I think he has the soul of a false prophet. <laughs> he's got a malicious spirit about him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like a whitewashed tomb, you know, oh, on the outside hmm. is grease paint, but in the inside is dead man's bones. <laughs> dead man's bones. We always start with an opening story. This is called terrible tickle and it is bad. Mike Alex Alex. From Watersville, Maine, he says, During my late teens and early 20s, I worked as a camp counselor at a Christian teen camp in my hometown of Connecticut. One summer night, as everyone lay in peaceful slumber, a strange sensation on my neck jolted me awake. (laughs) (laughs) My reflexive response was to reach for my neck to investigate and brush away whatever was causing the tickle. Uh, I've got the heebie-jeebies already. (laughs) But I as, don't even know where this story's going, but I just... <laughs> it gets worse. crawling on me. It gets worse. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> but good, as good, my good. fingers touched the irritated spot, I felt something latch onto them. <laughs> Panic <laughs> surged through me, and I flung my hand away from my neck, sending the mysterious tickler hurling uh-huh. across the pitch black cabin. I heard it collide with the wall with a thud, followed by the unmistakable sound of it scurrying across the floor mm. and even bumping into the wall. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that thing was on your neck while you're sleeping. Terrified. Oh. 
I refused to set my bare feet on the dark ground. Instead, I awkwardly reached for the end of my bunk, stretching to turn on the light. I hoped my actions wouldn't rouse the slumbering teen boys or give the unseen tickler mm. a clear view of me. As unseen tickler. <laughs> Terrible. As the light <laughs> flickered on, I cautiously crawled to the end of my bunk, trying to get a better look at the elusive intruder. Finally, at a safe distance from the creature, I saw it. A massive cockroach, at oh, least two and a half to three inches long. The very thing that had been tickling my neck and clinging to my fingers. Without hesitation, I descended from my bunk and slapped that tickler back to the origins of the fall from which it came. Yes. It became, and a, amen. It, be, it made a satisfying, but also terrifying crunch as it took Ugh. two solid slaps to end its horrible existence. Whoa. Yeah. Those jokers are armored. You know, he had to hit it twice. Yeah. You can step he on them and they still walk. Joker. They'll pick you up and move you as if it wasn't unsettling enough. Apparently cockroaches will eat your eyelashes as well. So happy sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious I, eat your eyelashes i've never i grew up in a white trash environment we had plenty of night tickles i never uh-huh. i've never woke yep. up with them on my eyes i think that's just a little little uh little joke there yeah i, I remember waking up one morning and well in the middle of the night when i was in florida growing up i felt something crawl across my chest because i used to sleep on the floor all the time in our house because we didn't have air conditioning and there was a fan and it would kept it's cooler and stuff. And I would sleep in front of it when I could. Some crawled across my chest and I woke up and I was looking around. And then the cat, because we had stupid cats, the cats came like trouncing across my chest, you know, looking for whatever crawled across. Uh, me. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was a roach. Uh, I'm just going to believe that it was a roach. I don't think it was bigger than <laughs> a roach, but yeah. We uh we had I didn't think about it till now. It could have been a mouse. We, we were being babysat by these two old folks that lived across the street from us. My parents were so desperate to go out they'd leave us with anybody. They were sitting on a couch across from the piano. Well, me and Leanne wanted to show off our piano skills, so we opened the book uh, over the piano and this freaking cockroach that had been up there <laughs> flies all the way to the oh, length of no. the of the thing straight for them. And between their heads, they both moved aside. It was like if there had been an umpire, he would have been like, field goal good, you know. (laughs) I don't even know that I knew to be embarrassed. I'm like, I just imagine that everybody had nasty cockroaches living in their their house. We do. Yeah. If, If you live in the South at all, you've got roaches. It doesn't matter how clean you are. There's roaches. They're just there. They're there. Yeah, and what do they say? If you see one, there's a million you don't see. No, they don't say that. Nobody says that <laughs> ever. Don't think that's, about that's it. A, that's a that's a um that's a urban legend. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. It's a suburban legend. <laughs> All right, let's do some news nuggets. China authorities arrest two for smashing a shortcut through the Great Wall with an excavator. Did you see this? No. What? Yes. Two individuals, Zing and Wang, were arrested for creating a shortcut through China's Great Wall, a United Nations protected heritage site. Wow. (laughs) This occurred in a remote, deteriorated section far from the well-known restored areas in Yangao County, west of Beijing. 
the pair wanted a shorter route for some construction work they were doing in nearby wow. towns. And they, they destroyed. So who made it through the Great Wall of China? Kangas Khan and Zane and Wang. <laughs> Wang, yeah. They had a little help, of course, but... Uh, oh, wow. Could, could you imagine? I mean, good night. It's like, how old is that thing? That's It's like thousands. Thousands of years old. And I, I was actually reading something the other day because uh, the article popped up and it was talking about how the... Um, like a lot of the bricks and stuff have been stolen and they've had yeah. to, I mean, it's an enormous, it's huge, yeah. it's huge. And, and a large percentage of it's really actually in disrepair. Right. But they're talking about how the unique mortar and stuff is actually made of like rice and stuff like that. But apparently it's really strong, but not strong enough to stand up to an excavator. No. From uh, <laughs> Zing and Wang. Yeah, it was, it was a couple. It was Those a man guys. and a woman that. We're doing oh. work and they didn't want to go around the wall. So what do you do? You go. It's like prepositions. You go through it. So yeah. <laughs> through it. you can't go around it and can't go over it. What do you do? You go, you go through, through it. it. That's right. Police stop Nebraska man, not a Florida man, for bucking the law with a bull riding shotgun in his car. If you could have only seen the picture, <laughs> a car driving with a bull in it was pulled over by police in northeast Nebraska's biggest city. Don't worry, he didn't steer. <laughs> the, the car that Lee Mayer was driving had been in parades across the area for years, and it has half the windshield and the roof removed to make room for this giant bull named Howdy Doody to ride along. A yellow metal <laughs> cattle gate serves as a passenger side door, allowing for the Watusi bull named Howdy Doody to be tied up. And yeah, it's like a sidecar on a car. It's crazy. His wife Rhonda yeah. said that Howdy Doody has been Meyer's friend and buddy ever since he got him eight or nine years ago. But the amount of money that he spent on this whole darn project between the car and the bull, I could have had a new kitchen, Rhonda Meyer said <laughs> in a Nebraskan accent. Yeah. Riemann said that there were clearly some traffic violations related to Meyer's car, but the officer let him go with a warning as long as he turned around and took how to duty home. I love this story because I think it's my real father. <laughs> I think this man is my real dad. Most of you guys will remember that my mom bought a cow, a baby cow, and she put it in the back of a van. And then she it was went a free cow. It was a free cow. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, it was okay. a free cow. My mom went and paid for a cow. She put the cow in the back of the van. It laid down. Then she went grocery shopping at Walmart. And then she went to pick up my brothers. And they opened the back doors to unload the groceries. And the groceries was moving. Moving. <laughs> and scared the crap out of me. Back in the day during the paper bags, right? She, yeah. She failed to tell them that there was a cow in the back of the van. So... I figure if that's my mom, this guy might be my father. Took the cow out for a ride. Yeah. I saw this article, actually. It popped up in my feed, too, and that was just uh, it was, uh, something. It's crazy. It's so creative, though. Yeah, it's, it's a cool it looks uh, like, you know, it, car. It looks like something from Mad Max, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
definitely had some homemade qualities to absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we got a few announcements. Uh, hats are available at Etsy.com slash NLCast. They are now $20. That's $5 discount. And that is a permanent discount. So if you haven't gotten your hat yet, now's the time. We even ship overseas and everything and Canada and all that, you know. So anyway, subscribe to That Story Show's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at that story show. And then the theme show, Fears and Tears, is not working. We've got a grand total of two submitted stories that we will mix back into the overall mix. So we want a new theme. And um, here it is. Our next theme show. Only Canada Stories. All Canada, all the time. So you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Only Canada stories. If you live Only in Canada, Canada stories. You send in your story hashtag Canada, and we will do yes. an entire America's Hat show based on your stories. So get it important. in as soon as possible, and we will play it. We will play your stuff. You can send in audio. You, you can call our 833 number. You can email us. You can use the web form, thatstoryshow.com, and then slash submit. Put that joker in. Also, I have one more announcement. It's not as fun. We are sunsetting the sunsetting. weekly story contest. Retiring. Yeah. The original purpose for it, obviously, was to award great storytellers and to generate more interest in submitting stories. And while it did that originally, the interest has waned and our stories levels have returned to normal, which is fine. We're still doing great. But now we want to see if we can use those funds in a better way. If you remember, originally, we said that we would run it for two months and we ran it for a lot longer than two months. So We did. We did a we, break in there too. We but, gave but it a I good shot, you know. Overall, it ran for. And I'm mad because yeah. I didn't win. John, did you win? I did not. No. But even though I didn't win a cash prize, I feel like a winner. Oh, regardless, you're such a sweetheart. You are. Uh, Jojo is right. <laughs> it's time for a featured story. Let me tell y'all a story. Today's featured story is an interactive story. One of the new things that we're doing over there on thatstory.show slash submit. TJ Bunkall, he submitted stories in the past. He's a gentleman with Tourette's and he wanted to get on and share some stories of some of his tics. I had a great time with him. Hi folks, I'm here with an interactive story with TJ Bunkall. TJ, uh, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm the... Guy with Tourette's, I sent in a story a while ago about me barking with some dogs. Remind us how that, that went again? Yeah, so the specific instance of that story was is that I was working for a company called Wee Man. I had Tourette's, right? So one of my tics would be barking. I would be on a job, and a dog would start barking at me, and then my tics would go, hey, these are my people. I'm going to start barking <laughs> back. So, so we, I would just start barking at them, it, not intentionally, and they would bark back at me, and it set me off, and then... We just go back and forth. So what do you think the um, dog's reaction was? Were they were they excited to have somebody speak dog or, or were they angry? Usually they pause for a bit. So they're like, is that what we sound like? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. So I've been told I sound like a bigger dog. It's uh, oh, so oh. something maybe like a, a German Shepherd. I don't know. I'm not super familiar with dogs. I didn't, I didn't grow up with them or anything. Right. And I still bark when I'm at work, and so I'll be in the back of the store I work at, 
and customers would come up to the counter and they would hear, like, is there a dog back here? Oh. <laughs> and you work yeah, for a food like, establishment, so that's not that's not kosher. That's not something somebody wants to no, hear. No, it is not. My coworkers <laughs> know I have Tourette's, and so they would say, oh, no, it's just a, it's just one of my coworkers. He has Tourette's. Yeah, we just scratch him <laughs> under the chin, and he goes back to work. <laughs> I like to make them too happy. joke that they're going to go ballistic, go full Karen and say, uh, you have a dog back there that's so unsanitary. How oh. dare you? And, oh, wow. And, and it, that always gets a few laughs. And that's never happened. Oh, but, oh okay. It's a funny hypothetical situation. It will. It'll happen. Some Karen will come in eventually. So what do you got for us today? <laughs> so today I thought I shared my takes about my coworkers, actually. Okay. Because so... you told me earlier, <laughs> one of your goals in life is to normalize or take the stigma off Tourette's. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Take the stigma away. Kind of make it funny. You know, you, you don't really want to laugh at disabilities. You don't laugh at cancer. And it's a chronic disability, essentially. But it's something to be made light of. Every person with Tourette's is going to be different, so everyone's going to have their different preferences. Mm, but yeah. out of everyone I talk to with Tourette's, they always find ways to be funny about it. I never once heard of someone say, oh, if you make fun of it, I'm going to be mad at you. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a point to be sensitive and there's a point to be to just ignore it. But in general, it's best to just kind of be loose about it. Well, you know, it's better to laugh with somebody than to laugh at somebody. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so I joke about my Tourette's quite a bit. Um, we had jokes with my family, and my dad has something similar to Tourette's, and so we get that quite a bit. I grew up with a friend with Tourette's, and so I have all kinds of stories, and if we had two hours, I could just go back and <laughs> forth about different stories. Nothing incredibly long, nothing with, a, with tons of background, just funny instances over the years. I was diagnosed in October of 2009, and so it's been... 13 or so years mm -hmm. since I was diagnosed. And so I went from being the shy kid that wouldn't say anything to actually advocating for Tourette's, not like super public. I haven't gone to Congress or anything like that. Right. But. Right. But still that's huge. Taking a, what some people would call a disability and turning it into something that enables you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hit us um, with your best shot. You know about my Tourette's, my Tourette's, I tend to pick up random ticks, different places. I've had ticks where I would hear my roommate kiss his girlfriend and I would shout, get a room. I would have, I would have, I hear someone humming Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like July, August, just kind of out of nowhere. And I would start seeing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. My ticks sound like a demon. So it's oh. not like, I mean, not demon, oh. demon. It's just that my voice gets really raspy. And so it's not like my normal talking voice and that you wouldn't know it, a distinct difference. I wish I could do on command, but of course, Tourette's having performance anxiety, apparently. Yeah. But, 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 but currently... The demon's not um, coming out right now. So, Apparently, yeah. My latest tics have been at work. Um, work for me has been a stressful situation. I work the night shift. I'm a delivery driver, and there's a lot of pros, but I've always ticked at work. It's just always been something that I've been dealing with. And I picked up this tick from my coworkers, Two of the managers that I was working with one night, it's like 11, 12 at night, they were talking trash about one of their fellow managers that has been there longer than either of them, yet these two outrank that guy. I was having a rough day ticking that day, and I went from barking like my usual tick, my usual go-to tick, to I uh, said, it's all Tom's fault. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so I would say that in it's funny. My coworkers will laugh, but at the same time, my general manager, one of the coworkers I was trash talking to this guy, it's like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to get in so much trouble because they kind of have a sense that I pick up what other people say. Oh. <laughs> so if I were to take that in front of him, I haven't yet. I don't think I will. Uh, he would know that people have been saying that. Yeah. That's funny. It's like a parrot (laughs) repeating the bad words. The old lady says. Exactly. And actually that's one of the funny things about my Tourette's is that the tick you that is, that is stereotypically uh, what goes with Tourette's is uh, the, is people will curse randomly. Right. Right. I never had that tick. I've had every other kind of tick you can imagine, but that one. Well, good. Uh, But this tick of all Tom's fault transitioned into, naming other managers so it's all nick's oh. fault it's all chandler's fault etc <laughs> and so Uh-oh. now whenever someone does something wrong or jokes being made about can't think of a specific instance like they're being goofy and i just blurt out it's all nick's fault <laughs> and then a few people start cracking up he's like why is it me <laughs> so yeah it's been fun to, to play with not play with intentionally it's not comfortable for me but right but it's fun to be made light of it's fun kind of to make light of a odd situation right every time i scare another one of my cokers i scare all every time every time i screech like a banshee or bark she jumps like a mile high oh bless her heart (laughs) well it's even funnier because she has a friend with tourette's Uh uh-huh and so she before I met her, she was used to Tourette's, and she would still jump with her friend. But mine are much worse than her friends' is. Mm-hmm. And so I just scare the crap out of her every time. And really, everyone. <laughs> it's kind of mean of me to say this, but I, I kind of get a kick out of it a little bit. <laughs> because... <laughs> I mean, I mean, essentially, I'm suffering from cancer, sort of. Not really. Right. Uh, it's uncomfortable for me. It makes it... It's kind of a... But there's perks. It's kind of a relief (laughs) to kind of give me a laugh. Yeah. Um, Like, I scared the crap out of you. I wasn't even trying to. Right, right. Yeah, nobody can get mad. (laughs) No, no one can get mad. I mean, they can get mad, but but But, I won't get fired of it. Exactly, exactly. So go get um, some people tonight, all right, and your night shift. Get a a few folks if if you can. Well, yeah, thanks for sharing with me time. today. I appreciate no you coming worries. on the show, man. No worries. Um, how can people get a hold of you on Discord? On Discord, I am TJ Bunk. Uh, T as in like, golf, TJ as in the Blue Jay and Bunk, like bunk bed. Okay. And um, you said folks can get a hold of you and ask you questions about your condition and all that? Yeah. There's no need to be uh, afraid of asking questions. I, in fact, embrace them. Though, keep in mind that my answers might not be the same for everyone with Tourette's. Gotcha. We're going to jump right into the rest of the show. Peace. All right. Wasn't that awesome? That was great. I Thanks, TJ, so. for sharing. That's hilarious. Yeah, he, he was uh, great. He, he referenced, and I never thought about it like that before. People with, you know, it's a condition. You yeah. Know? Like he referenced, it was like, it's like cancer. You don't laugh at cancer. Or you don't laugh at those things. But certainly him at least making... It light of it probably is a, a good way for him to, to deal with it. Yeah, a to cope. Bit. Yeah, to cope. Yeah, right, right. That's a good word. Kudos to you, TJ, for uh, allowing us to and, be a uh, part of your world. And th- yeah, thanks for sharing yourself with us like yeah. that and being vulnerable. It was uh, you had some really good funny moments in there. That was great. <laughs> Let's do some listener ah. stories. All right. It's 
All right, our first one is middle school drama. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um, Hi, I'm Michaela. Mike. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm glad he They put the phonetic uh, in there. I can't read. Okay. <laughs> it's Micah. Micah. Mike. I am uh. Micah. Mike, uh. Hi, I'm Micah. And here's my tale of woe. One day I jumped and flew out of the trampoline. I was bleeding, but I was fine after a trip to the ER. Hope it does or doesn't make it on the show. Micah, I'm going to play this one for him. One of the many tools of the devil. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I get about a dozen of these a week and yeah. I, I should just save them up and do like six in a row. Sometimes they're one line. They're just like, I fell out of a tree. Hope it makes it on the show. <laughs> Every middle schooler ever. Oh, goodness gracious. The best part is that you said Micah, you called him Michaela. <laughs> I'm sure I he'll, mean, that, he'll love that. <laughs> fortunately, Micah put the phonetic spelling in there and that took care of it for <laughs> it, you. It did. I would have not even reread it. I would have just went on with Michaela. I don't even know. <laughs> Michaela. I put so many new letters in his name. Well, let's do a quick word from our sponsors. The new year is the perfect time to start building credit scores. Because when your credit scores increase, your opportunities do too. Like loan approvals and lower interest rates. Chime makes it easier to keep building your credit with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. You can use Credit Builder everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Chime helps you build your credit score safely by using your own money to make everyday purchases and on-time payments. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a $200 qualifying direct deposit. And don't stress, there's no annual fee or credit check required to apply and get started. Start building your credit history and finding new opportunities with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. All right, John, read us a story. This comes for us from Lonnie in Texas, and this is sibling shock. First, let me say that I'm thrilled to see that Red School Bus has made a return. Yeah. I've been enjoying catching up on the episodes while I work. Awesome. We're, we're... I am the youngest of six. And at 56, I've come to realize that many of the childhood memories I thought were real were actually lies and tricks concocted by my four older brothers. Mm. <laughs> Evil. My second oldest brother, who is about 10 years older than me, was notorious for his practical jokes and mean tricks, often enlisting my brothers to join him in the mischief. We lived in what I considered a sizable house at the time, featuring a small back porch connecting to the kitchen. On this porch sat an upright freezer that had a peculiar short circuit. <laughs> it generally wasn't an issue unless you were touching something grounded and the side of the freezer simultaneously. It only killed a couple of us. No big deal. Oh, yeah. You know, we get some milk from the freezer or ice cream. I guess you don't get milk from the freezer, do you? No. But dad'll get around to fixing it eventually when he runs out of kids. <laughs> I don't know, there's six of them. You know. Well, a few feet away from the porch there was a water faucet protruding from the ground. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> and one day, one of my brothers stationed himself with a hand on the freezer while the other knelt with one hand on the spigot. 
I was easily irritated as a young child, making it quite simple for someone to provoke me into chasing them around the house. As we rounded the corner of the house, a person I was chasing darted between the two, and naturally I followed. As I passed them, they each grabbed one of my arms, <laughs> completing an electrical circuit. <laughs> Being in the middle, I received the full shock. It wasn't enough to cause physical harm, but it left a lasting memory. The day I, they turned a freezer into a shocking adventure. Mm, good one. An electrified memory that I recall vividly even after 50 years. Wow. Thanks, Lonnie. <laughs> I got a story called Scary Situation from Jamie Good in Springfield, Illinois. He says, my mom is startled very easily. So as most kids would, we took every opportunity to scare her. And things have not changed as we've grown nice. into adults. Yeah, that's why I never told my kids. I am super easily startled. And I'm so glad that I kept that a secret and they never figured it out because they are suckers, man. They would, they would, they don't listen to the show too. Huh? I would be dead. Yeah, they think everything dad does is dumb. So, yeah, it's, it's a blessing. One day, my in laws were visiting and my parents wanted to get together for dinner at Chili. So we, Pulled into the restaurant and noticed my mom and dad were sitting with their backs to the window and I saw my opportunity. Dun -dun. <laughs> I quickly parked the car. Dun -dun. I ran up to the window. Dun -dun. I gave it a couple of good pounds and my mom screamed so loud you could hear it in the parking lot. <laughs> I had a good Everybody laugh. In the store heard it too, I bet. <laughs> I had a good laugh as I gathered up the family and walked into the restaurant. Oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> Normally when you walked into a restaurant, there'd be some sort of noise, you know, from everybody conversating and enjoying their yeah. dinner. However, when we walked in, it was dead silent and everyone was angrily staring at my mom. <laughs> All I saw was her back to the window from my side. But everyone else saw her facing the entrance to the restaurant. So when she let out her blood-curling scream, everyone inside thought Ooh. someone with a gun had just walked in. <laughs> Chili's briefly started to take active shooter protocol before realizing <laughs> someone had just gotten scared. My mom and dad oh, were man. extremely embarrassed. Not only did I scare my mom, but I inadvertently scared the entire restaurant. Good job, Jamie. <laughs> And nobody got their baby back ribs that night. <laughs> Chili's. More like scaredy cat ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. All right, everybody hit the floor. You too, lady. <laughs> yeah, especially you. I'm going to get a cactus blossom or somebody's going to get it. <laughs> I don't even know what they serve at Chili's anymore. Is that, do they still do that commercial with the baby back ribs? I, I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. Was that Chili's? Yeah. Chili's okay. baby back ribs. Chili's baby back ribs. I won't. That was baby big back. in the 90s, I think. Yeah. I think they that, brought it back commercial. too at one point. But yeah. A little baby back, baby back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to think the song was about losing your girlfriend because it started off, I want my baby back. But um, then it goes into the ribs and it, it all makes sense. Yeah. It comes together. It's It's very well done. Yes, it's uh, earworm, as they would say. Yeah, I Something I love like humming it. Do you? I do. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't want to liar. It's my favorite song. I wish Taylor Swift would cover it. 
<laughs> that would be awesome. Taylor, if you're listening, please cover it. Yeah, if, and if you're listening, please come on the show. Cause, yeah, cause that would be me and my son better. love you. I, it's it's I, the I'm only fine. thing we have in condom. condom. In, it's the <laughs> only thing we have in common. <laughs> what? What? I don't even know. I don't even hey. know what that is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> compose myself so I can get into this next oh, story. Anyway, me and my son share a love of Taylor Swift. That's all I was trying to say. We have that in common. Common. The common appreciation. I don't know where your her. mind went, John, but I said common. I, I thought you were talking about a place where you put a lot of people. What is it called? Condos? Yeah. yeah. On condo, condominiums. Yeah. Condominiums. There you go. Thanks for helping me with that. Yeah, we should probably move I, on. <laughs> yep, I got a story here from Seth Kleinwart in o Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. Wow. Well, Seth, we're happy to have your story. This is a strobe light. In seventh grade, I was part of our church's youth group, but I ended up being the only boy in junior high that year. Oh, wow. That could either be great or terrible. Yeah. Every year we had this event called Winter Blast, which was a short weekend retreat for 7th and 8th graders at camp. Of course, this being Iowa in the winter, it was colder than a snowman sneeze outside. Oh, that's like cute. That. That's cute. It's cute. Well, how cold is the snowman sneeze? So as boys do when nature calls, we didn't exactly brave the cold for the sake of propriety. No, we uh, opted for a more expedient approach and used the porch as our personal restroom. Yeah. So picture this, it's dark outside, but luckily there's a porch light to guide the way. I step out to take care of business and just as I start, the light starts flickering on and off like a disco ball gone haywire. Chaos ensues and the entire cabin starts hollering, strobe light, strobe light. <laughs> I jump so hard, I almost went off the porch into my own puddle. The other boys had the time of their lives because they literally scared the pee out of me uh, with this unexpected light show. It was a weekend of unexpected hilarity. Oh, God! Thank you, Seth, for that embarrassing story of relieving yourself to the Have you ever been scared while you're peeing? Like, actively peeing? Because it comes out harder <laughs> when you get scared. <laughs> it's like somebody turned the faucet up, you know? I don't think I, I don't think I have. Yeah. Now I have like, somebody's pushed me. Like when I was in the bathroom, you know how guys yeah. used to do, I don't, nobody does this nowadays I, to me, at least in the bathroom, somebody pushing and that kind of gives you a little bit of jolt. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I no, was in boy scouts like and I was standing on two, two by fours over a hole in the ground and I was very, I was concentrating because <laughs> it was dark and I had finally worked up the courage to get there. Somebody freaking comes out and yells and, I swear I came off the oh. ground like Buzz Lightyear. I <laughs> a jet propulsion yeah. stream. I went to infinity. Because everything just tensed up. It's like, I don't know, sque <laughs> squeezing a, a little packet of ketchup and it just goes, you know, everywhere. I'm surprised <laughs> it didn't blow out my belly button. We got a voicemail. <laughs> it's from Jess. And Jess, we've heard from her. We heard from her last week. It's another... I like her unique way of telling stories. She shares them with her daughter and yeah. records the thing. It's genius, really. So It's awesome. Here we go. This might start a trend. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, you can always do the interactive story if you don't have a kid. 
and you can tell your story to me like TJ Bunkall did at thatstory.show slash submit. So anyway, here we go. Okay, do you want to hear one more story? Okay, one more. All right, so one time when we were all at the cottage, um, we were probably teens, uh, Aunt Weezy and I, and we were going for a boat ride. So Grandma, Papa, Aunt Weezy, and myself are on the boat. Okay, so we take off, we push off from the dock, and we're floating away, we're in the middle of the, the lake, and all of a sudden, Papa sees a huge mama dock spider that is on the boat. <laughs> okay? Mama dock so spider? So he takes the, he tries to, like, stay chill and calm because he knows that Aunt Weezy and I are terrified of spiders. And Did you tell them? What do you mean? Did he tell you? Uh, well, he didn't want you to we, freak out. Well, we, we ended up seeing that there was this ginormous mama spider like huge a dock spider like spread out your hand <laughs> like almost Uh-oh. the size of your hand oh. it's they're huge oh, no. they're huge and hairy and awful <laughs> okay so anyways <laughs> Papa takes a um a paddle and um whacks the mama spider off of the boat into the water <laughs> and then he floors it so he he speeds away in the boat but it's a pontoon boat and it doesn't go very fast so even at the top speed it's not going super fast right so at this point aunt Weezy and i are screaming because we see the mama spider sprinting on top of the water back to the boat <laughs> sprinting. because her babies are on board Oh, no! <laughs> okay, and, and the mama spider gets back on the boat. And what? we're flipping out. And then Papa grabs the paddle and whacks it back and into the water. And it, it comes back for the boat again. Uh-huh. And it's just a horrifying experience. I think he finally ended up killing it. I, I can't remember. I think I passed out from fear. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Thank oh, you man. so much. Did you yes. notice? Okay, she's Canadian. But did you notice the little girl's accent? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. is Irish? Yes. She lives in oh, Ireland Irish. with her Irish husband and her children who have picked up the accent oh, from the man, area. That's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Matter I love of fact, that. I was like, wait a second. That voice sounds a little different. Editor. Go ahead and throw that voice in here right now so we can hear it again. Did he tell you? Uh, well, he didn't want you to we freak see, out. Well, see how cute that is. That's precious. It's precious. That's awesome. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I want to hear a story from the kid one day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If you want me to say ukulele, I'll say ukulele. <laughs> ukulele, ukulele, ukulele. Yeah. Any of our listeners abroad, we we want. I want to hear you tell your story, right, in that manner. Okay, I'm, I I don't want to be a spoiler, but the theme show idea, uh-huh. is going to spread across the world, but we're oh. starting with Canada. Canada starts, oh. but I might have had him say a few other countries as well. I was about to ask you if you did that or if you had somebody do that. So. Yeah, no, that's not me. It's Very a, nice. It's a giant black dude who did a great job. <laughs> Old Canada all the time. <laughs> nice. All right. It's time for us to think about and talk about the people 
that make this podcast possible because of our members mm. who support us, even though they don't have to. It's a free they show, sure and they do yeah. it anyway. Thanks to our members. Get your show perks. Have you gotten your show perks? Show perks are things like ad-free listening, swag, and weekly bonus podcasts that we do called Stuff That Wouldn't Fit on the Show. We do it every single week. If you want your podcast perks, go to patreon.com slash that story show. You get access to patron only stuff and you ask our patrons. The number one way to interact with me is through Patreon. You get all kinds of behind the scenes stuff you get to see stuff before anybody else. I posted one of our YouTube shorts on there today. That's not going to go live until next week. So there's a lot there. So we make it worth your while. If you can do, if you can't, don't worry about it. It's free. You don't have to. It's free. And we love you regardless. Absolutely. But we love you a little more if you're a patron. Yeah, just a little bit more. <laughs> Thanks to our newest members, Colleen, Flash Jervis, Matthew Harrison, Jamie Good, Mitchell Sink Mars, and Christine Diedrich. We thank you so much for helping us out and uh, being on there for us. Tammy Debrick, also, I want to mention her name. So special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Kerry Wright, and Christopher Tynan. All right. Surely you have a funny life story. Send it into the show. Submit your story at thatstory.show. Call us toll-free, 833-55-STORY. You can tell us your story through there. And while you're there, join our mailing list. It would be awesome. And remember, hilarious stories, we all have one. So you need to share yours on That Story Show. See what I did there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like pretty gone. slick for a 50-year-old man. Oh. Do it. You want me to say it again? No, I won't. Yes. No. Okay. Doc Spider Mama floating on the water. She's going to get back on the boat and eat your brother. Her babies are on there, all 103. You try to throw her out, but you can't get rid of me because I'm a boat spider. I mean a dock spider. I got a whole lot of little baby eggs inside. I'm going to spill them out on your pontoon boat. I'm going to crawl up and tickle your throat like I did the guy who was sleeping in his cabin. He, he tried to pee off the side and they wouldn't even have it. They started flashing lights and they made fun of him and he almost fell down in his puddle, had to swim. And that's all I got today. So we're going to wrap it up. We'll see you next week. And I won't say condom again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs>